0: Well, the photos are being called surreal and apocalyptic as wildfires are once again darkening skies right across British Columbia. For the very latest, we're joined now by Ted Field, Simon editor with Global BC. He joins us here on Global News Radio. Ted, appreciate you joining us. And first off, the images certainly are startling once again coming out of BC. Can you bring us up to speed? What's the very latest there?
1: Well, the very latest is at least in the metro area of Vancouver and hopefully further getting a little bit further up it's cooling uh we believe it or not have a little bit of moisture we've been praying for moisture which is not usually what we do around these parts because we usually get a lot of it but yeah there's a bit of the light showers are coming through the metro of vancouver area heading up toward the coquihalla area where which is going into the interior as an example as you point out one of the major highways that connects uh, the mainland to the interior is closed i just spoke to a woman Yesterday, who drove through as you describe it, hell on the Kauai. That the there had been fires sort of a, around the Kauai Highway for a while, but the the winds just really picked up yesterday, and the images are unbelievable. That the fire was right down to the highway. She was driving as fast as she could to get through it. She could feel the heat in her vehicle, but she says the winds were just whipping. And now the the other update is we have thousands of people on evacuation alert and some some. Fairly sizable communities. Merritt is a community that is connected to, to that Coquihalla Highway. There are about five to 7,000 people on alert. They haven't been ordered out yet, but because of those fires and the winds, you just never know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Are they
1: or will they be able,
0: Ted, to get out if that evacuation order is made? Uh, you just mentioned that uh, major thoroughfare uh, roadway uh, shut and closed. Is there the ability to get out if need be?
1: Yeah, there are other highways that uh, there's Highway 1 and Highway 3. So there are two other major highways that remain open. But you're exactly right. This is one of those situations where even if you're on evacuation alert, they're saying you have to be prepared on a moment's notice to leave. So people are packing, getting their necessities ready if they do have to hit the road. We've seen this where... Uh, a short time ago we had a fire because it, up until today where we're getting a tiny bit of relief it's been very very warm, very dry and all it takes is a car and, and we had this in a, in a community where a vehicle went off the highway, hit a hydro pole uh, that hydropole caused sparks uh, the, the wind picked up that fire and we had two thousand people who were ordered out within an hour or two. So they have to get you have to be able to get out quickly. The other thing too is we are hearing there are some damage. Uh, there's damage in some fires that were really windswept yesterday. Some structures have been damaged in the Okanagan and around the Kamloops area. So we have crews out there, but it's, well, I don't think any of us has seen a fire season like this. Yeah.
0: Ted, can you kind of give us your firsthand account of what you've seen? I mean, we all look at the images, a lot of them posted on social media. It almost looks like there's a filter, if you will, put on these uh, photos, you know, these dark orange skies. And we're hearing it looks like uh, midnight in the middle of the day.
1: Exactly that. And and I had a, we have friends in the Okanagan. Many people have uh, people who have either moved to the Okanagan or are vacationing. And you hit the nail on the head 4.30 in the afternoon, and it looked like Mars. It looked like something that will be shot by one of those Martian probes. It was unbelievable. And this is the other thing that's been going on, aside from the potential of fires coming through communities, is that a huge chunk of the interior has been covered in smoke. And this is not just B.C. It's, it's been flowing out to Alberta and further east. From there, the, the, for the last month, it's been the, the air quality in some of these communities is unbelievable because even if the fire is not near you, they're kicking out so much smoke that it is making breathing an issue. If you have breathing issues, it's essentially stuck inside with an air conditioner. But in an area of the, traditionally, I mean, British Columbia is a beautiful place. People have that, that come out here, you know, you come out here in the summer to see the lakes and it's just beautiful. But uh, the, the air quality in some of those locations has been really bad. So that's another thing that, again, we've got maybe a month left in this forest, forest fire season. So it's, it's, we still have a lot of long ways to go. Yeah, and, you know, I'm
0: thinking of the firefighters, the first uh, responders. I know that they've uh, come from uh, far and wide to help out in B.C. as well. Just exactly, Ted, you know, how are they faring? Because they've been battling these fires for some time.
1: Yeah, and I know this has been the the struggle. I mean, we had some people in communities we've interviewed that are frustrated because uh, they feel like not enough has been done and their homes have been destroyed uh, in some of the smaller communities. On the other side, some of these firefighters are saying that they've been working, like, countless hours. They haven't had uh, barely a day off. As you point out, we've had crews come in from Mexico We've had crews come in from other parts of Canada. Um, and, the I mean, it's just we've never seen a fire season like this. The fires are so huge. They cover such vast areas. And, and now some of these large fires are connecting together to create even more, you know, like almost super fires. So, yeah, where I, I, obviously there's not enough crews, there's not enough people. It's just you, you hope and pray that we can get some rain. And that's the thing that really can sort of get this under control. But even the other day, one of the fire bosses indicated that they're going to be fighting these fires for weeks. Uh, Even if they do get a change of weather, uh, uh, right now, as they see, we're getting a little bit of overcast, a tiny bit of rain that may assist, but this is far from over. It's going to be many weeks. And and to say the least, these guys are working, the, the men and women are working as hard as they can.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you just finally how much of a factor weather plays here. It's the deciding factor, isn't it, Ted, as to whether or yeah. not you get this under control or, I guess, when you get it under control.
1: And we saw that, you may remember, a few months ago with the, the community of Lytton that was wiped right out, is that we had something called a heat dome where, again, temperatures were reaching 45 degrees. It was insane how we had that, and that really dried things out. And ever since then, we've had maybe a tiny bit of moisture come through, but it has been very dry. Uh, everybody sort of sits around, but the, the big thing last in the last few days as they warn is that they can see the, the wind. And that is just, it's like, if say, if you blow in a campfire, you know what happens. And it's the same thing with the forest fires, is that these winds pick up. So uh, we're getting a little bit of relief, but again, in the next few days, it sounds like it's just going to get warm again. And the, again, they just hope that the winds don't pick up.
0: All right. Well, we are thinking of everybody out west. And Ted, really appreciate the update. Thanks so much for joining us. Take care. YouTube. Ted Field is an assignment editor with the Global BC with the very latest on the wildfires in British Columbia.